You're listening to the Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, film fans. Welcome to the latest bonus feature of the Big Review Ski. I am Rory Cashin, and today, uh, technically, I'm here alone, but in a little while, I will be joined by Oscar nominee. Daniel Kaluuya, who you might know from Get Out, that's what he was nominated for the Oscar for. He was also in an episode, one of the better episodes of Black Mirror. He was in Widows, he was in Black Panther. Um, and I got the opportunity to chat to him in the lead up to the release of his new movie, Queen and Slim, which is directed by, I'm so sorry, Melina Matsakousas, I think I'm saying it right. She This is her feature film debut. Uh, most people might know her as being the director of the Formation video for Beyonce or... Uh, we Found Love, which was shot here in Ireland for Rihanna. Uh, it's, a, it's a powerful film that we reviewed on the most recent episode of Big Reviewski, so do go back and watch that episode too. But um, yeah, we're going to get right into it, because this turned out to be what was meant to be a seven-minute interview. Ran on for nearly 20 minutes because we were just having a real, real good time talking about film and his career. Uh, just, you know, every aspect of uh, Daniel's life that we could reasonably talk about. Um the conversation begins when uh, he found out I was over in London to talk to uh, the cast of Birds of Prey, and he is initially very, very praiseworthy of Margot Robbie, so you'll hear him talk nice things about her first before we dive into his own career, just in case you're wondering what the context is of all that nice complimentary stuff at the start is. Uh, yeah, here's the full chat with Daniel. She's clever. Yeah, yeah. She's very smart. Well, I have to say, you've got that in common, because some of my favourite things I've seen on the big screen, or the small screen even, over the last few years, you've been a part of. Cheers, thank like, you. Like, I was looking back, I was like, oh yeah, Black Mirror, oh yeah, Sicario, like, you're, you're even when you're not the lead, like, in Get Out or in this, it's, the the projects themselves have such, uh, there's such weight to them. Like, Sicario's one of my favourite trailers of, of all oh, time. I love that film, man. <laughs> I love that film so much. When I, when I went to the screen, I was like, oh my God, this film's amazing. Like, I love that film, I was so impressed. And being a, I'm full pri- yeah, I'm full blessed, privileged. I get, I care. I give a fuck. Well, how how do you know? Like, what is it? Is there is there like a gut reaction when you're reading something? You're like, yes, this is. Yeah, I think my job is to inform my reaction. Right. So as long as I spend like the time off that I have, informing and understanding what I like and what I don't like and why I like what I like and why I don't like what I don't like, then when something hits me, I can trust it more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And like. And knowing who I'm doing this for, like knowing your reasons. And like, I just want to make accessible excellence. I think a lot of excellent stuff is inaccessible. And that's always my North Star, just trying to be a part of things that are, I would deem uh, dramatically and cinematically excellent. Mm-hmm. Like some, working with Roger Deakins is excellent. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, working with Ryan Coogler is excellent. Like they're just, Steve McQueen, they're excellent crafts people. Mm-hmm. Um, with Melina as well and then like and then making sure that they want to talk to an audience do you know what I'm saying like because I want to I want my friends to like my stuff so yeah yeah, yeah. that's the, what I strive for well with, with with Melina like obviously we've had some fantastic uh, directors who've come from the world of music videos like Fincher Spike Jones, uh, and you've worked with some of the most established directors and, and some of the most talented directors when you first met her or when you've seen how she crafted this film how did you like how did you get the feeling that you're like yes this is exactly who I want to be working with uh, I saw I mean I've been following her subconsciously 
a lot of the people I work with, I just I have been following subconsciously, and I just like their stuff. I like the shows. I didn't realize it was them. Mm. I'd even twig it together until I get obsessed. I'm like, oh, that's the same person. And then like, so we, especially with music videos, I I, I realized I over the years I just loved her videos. And obviously, you don't Google who directed the music video. Yeah, yeah. You just go, I love that video. I love that video. I love that video. And then when Insecure came out, God, I love this show. Like I clocked, I googled her, and I go, oh, is this the same person? And then I go, and I just go, well then, I'm in, I'm invested, I'm, follow, I'm a fan, I'm going to follow you forever. And then like, you're just on that frequency thinking in that way, and then you, I've been very blessed that it just comes your way, an opportunity that, um, to work with them. So um, that's how I kind of, and I was, a, I was so excited to see her version of this script, do you know what I'm saying? Because I just think no one else would do it in the same way on the planet. Well, just from the script itself, two things sprung out. One was you probably have to double check on your driver's license because you drive a lot. Yeah. And there was there's so many memorable uh, one-liners, not like funny one-liners, but the one that's like literally like knocked me to the back of my seat was swear on something you believe in. Yeah. And she says back, okay, I swear to you. And I was like, oh, that is the kind of yeah. like big screen romance script stuff that kind of sticks with you. Yeah. Like it's... It, it was an iconic line. I think it's yeah. one of those lines that will eventually be mentioned in yeah. like best romance lines in history. Like, yeah. was there a point when you were reading the script when you yourself were like, "Oof, I'm blown back by this." Yeah, man. Like, I think it's just the, the 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 character design and the relationship design and how it just kit. It was so simple. I think people simple gets a bad rap. Like, I think it's really it's really hard to be simple. Yeah. And so you have to know a lot to be simple. And then uh, and I just love the thrust of it. And there were certain lines I was like, wow, that speaks to me, wow, that speaks to me. And the complexities of everybody in it. There was no, like, this person's good, this person's bad. Everyone's kind of complicit and weird and this. And, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what I really loved about it. When I first read it as a first draft, I was like, you don't really get to see first drafts with this much clarity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, there, there's, a, there's a lot of lines that I just was like, well, okay, this is... She's articulating something there. And when it came to... to working with Jody, there there's a specific kind of chemistry that's required because it's easy to see when two people get on well yeah or where they don't get on well but in in this case it it actually requires you to purposefully not get on well and yeah. then eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. find uh, where you are in the movie um is that most, is that harder to nail down no like it's disliking someone it's, it's hard to dislike someone but it's like but all I found great about it is like we had to shoot chronologically because of our hairs our hair uh, cuts so actually as the film went on and as the shoot went on it, that they we got to know each other more so we got more connected we understood each other more we got more we got closer and um, so then that, and that's when we by the time we'd fall in and X, Y, Z so that's really um, that's really helpful but to dislike because it's kind of like yo I don't really know you like that like you're kind of a bit more distant so mm. you have to tap into that side of yourself you got to do uh something like in this movie that I think a lot of people would love to do in real life which is a, a sort of road trip across America uh, and you got to see some really some places that sometimes you might see them on the big screen but some places you are kind of forgotten about when it comes to showing them on uh, on American film was there any particular parts of America that you visited that stood out for you when, when you were there? Yeah, Cleveland we spent a week in Cleveland it was polar vortex oh dear <laughs> it's insane it's like minus 20 you just and don't get that here no you don't <laughs> Uh, it was that was pretty insane. That stood out a lot. Uh, and then uh, what else? 
in New Orleans, we shot a lot of it in New Orleans, and that New Orleans is just stunning. I, I love the city and just going into different landscapes. And Melina's got such a great eye, so seeing all these different areas and spaces is a uh, is really incredible. And I do think, in terms of nature, like America is a beautiful country to look at. I remember when I spent some time in Albuquerque for Sicario. And I'll go on these long drives to like Santa Fe or White Sands, and you just go over a hill and you're like flipping. Oh, this is stunning. You know what I mean? And, and like, I think Quentin Slim really captured those kind of that quality. Mm. The the story of Quentin Slim does feel very fundamentally American. Obviously, uh, racism can can be universal, uh, and police issues can be universal. But was there ever a conversation about uh, Melina hiring two British actors to play? What feels like two very American roles? Uh, but yeah, I think there was. There was. I think when I, I jumped on board, it was kind of like, all right, cool, we really want someone American to play Queen. And then uh, they looked far and wide, and Jodie was just right. And um, Jodie's like lived in America since nine years old. So, was born in England, but lived in America since nine. So, it's that kind of girl, are we going to not let her? have it like just said is like because of where she spent some time as a kid yeah, yeah like when she had no control over her life where she was born um but yeah there was there was that kind of stuff but i think i mean our job is to to not be ourselves so and to be curious and empathetic and respectful to cultures that are not ours yeah and just got to do that like i mean if i played your countryman i'd be respectful to that and i'd be like yo i'm not from there but I want to understand it I'd ask the questions and understand the culture and understand the connective tissue do you know what I'm trying to say oh where what speaks to me in the stuff that you've lived and try and lean on that do you know what I'm saying and so hopefully for you being naturalised there it would resonate with you mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying and that's all I try and strive for when I'm when I'm approaching this and I, I think I can hopefully I can say the same about Jody as well uh, have you found a uh, your life changed much over the last few years since it's the Oscars and since mental, Black Panther and fucking mental. <laughs> really, uh, any positive sides aside from yeah, like I went to Paris the other day, Fashion Week, and that, that was fucking sick. <laughs> I can't lie, like you know the ones where I realised like you have to like enjoy it. Yeah. I know people will think, oh, you've changed, you've got up your own ass, but I'm like fuck it, man. Like I got enjoy. I'm not. I'm. You just got invited to a party that's sick. It doesn't mean you've changed who you are. Mm. You meet these people, it doesn't mean you've changed who you are. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, so you have to enjoy it. And I'm very blessed that, like, I never wanted to be, like, the only person there. So you're sharing these moments with, like, a Letitia Wright or a Damson Idris or a John Boyega or, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I've had pivotal experiences when we're, like, in these spaces going, look what the fuck's going on. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. This is crazy. Or Joe Dempsey or a Nicole or a Dev Patel. Like, these are people I come up with. Or a Jack O'Connell. These people I come up with. So it's like, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson it's, it's so amazing to to, 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 to to have people to go that understand it as well to understand what's happening with my life and the direction it's going to and I can actually like I can talk to them about it and they understand and nuance it and I'm not like you know what I mean but you have to enjoy it it's a blessing it's a, I get to do the work I love I like to do the job I love and then work on the work I love like I've I would watch anyway. I was watching Black Panther before. When the release, I was like, well, I'm watching that film. Before the email came in. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, I, I won't even go, I'm going to be in it. I was like, I'm going to watch that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Get Out came out, I would have watched that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, all these films I'm doing, I would just watch. 
Um, so that the fact that I've got the ability to do that is a blessing. Well, it's, it's, I think it's 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 fantastic. Uh, but, uh, speaking of John Boyega, uh, briefly, have you seen his? Oh, you don't really do social media. No. Is there? You just it, not your bagger. I, I would just be so inconsistent. <laughs> I, I, I would just be like, there's no point. But also, I just don't think everyone should contact you at any time. I just don't. And I just don't know. Like, if you say something that you mean, if you say something you mean, yeah, and someone else means it differently, then their version of it takes precedent. Sure, that doesn't make sense. It's stuff can get lost, and that's insane. Yeah, that's not even lost. That's just insane. Yeah, I didn't mean that. Yeah, and so then I would never, I would never say sorry. So I might as well just leave the situation because I'm just like I wouldn't mean it. I mean, it's not. I don't think that's like, you know, it's like I well, this is how it feels to me, and I'm like, well, I didn't. But then because you're putting it in the public, you are talking to them. Yeah, you know so you have to be very careful, and you have to be very aware of it. But hey, that's my social media. No, I, like I, I understand fully appreciate that. But John yeah. tweeted the other day, uh, he he can't see bad boys. And someone, uh, someone replied, just like in a fairly innocuous question, uh, and he replied, I want to do Bad Boys UK with Daniel. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I love John, man. I've known John for like 10 years now. Um, I think he's brilliant, man. Attack the Block is such a brilliant performance, isn't it? I would love to. I would love to. Um... Bad Boys UK already has a, such a fantastic ring to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be fun. But there's Bulletproof. Noel Clark and Ashley Waters that's pretty similar yeah but uh, but uh, yeah man I, I'd uh, I mean I w- I'd love to work with John on something one day yeah. how's the Fred Hampton movie coming along finished December end of December it's intense <laughs> I'd imagine so it's, it my, it's my, my hardest uh, yeah I would say my hardest role I've ever done why would you say that just there's stuff I can't say but there's st- like it's just I don't think I've ever had to go deeper right do you know what I'm saying and it's so strange you're going deep in a role that that exists that there's a, a person that lives that has lived um, so that was uh, and it was, I think there's just a lot a lot of emotional and cultural responsibility with that um, that I really felt by the end of the shoot um, which is yeah it's intense when when you do a film that intense or that uh, I guess weighty do you feel any want or need to follow it up with something a bit lighter or is it just whatever comes next I think I should <laughs> I think I should I, I don't feel that generally a want or need but I think I've I think Fred Hampton is the end of a chapter for me oh really oh yeah I do think I did feel that I was like yeah I need to I need to it's weird because I did lighter stuff coming in the game but I, and obviously life happens but I need to um, look at that look at that and look at what I'm doing look at where I'm heading but I think that's just natural naturally like I think I heard about Hampton in the 2017 so essentially all you're just playing out old decisions you've from 2017 to 2020 I've changed so much mm. I'm exposed to so much I had a whole Oscar campaign and this and that and running around I, I go back and forth way more than I used to pre-2017 um, so like you have to like really catch up to what, you're, what you've become now and what your passions are and what you're about and try and be honest in that space and I think Hampton is like just it's, it's like okay cool that part of my life I see that and what like what do you have any idea any inclination for what your passion might be next is it something 
you already have an idea of what you would like to do next or is it I've got an idea what I'd like to do if I can get away from it but it's interesting it's a different story <laughs> uh, I, I've got I've got I want to do I want to do some shit uh, but I haven't got any like tr- I've got like more experimental stuff that I find interesting but in terms of the traditional films I don't think there's nothing really on the cards in that way you haven't spoken to Ryan about uh, Black Panther 2 he mentioned it like obviously because he was producing the Hampton film he mentioned he mentioned some stuff but I don't again I don't I, I like a, not even a kind of like pessimistic way I'm just like we'll see what happens yeah 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 just kind of like Man, story's king for me. Do you know what I'm saying? And what's best for the story? Do you know what I'm saying? You're a servant to the story. You're yeah. a service to the story. So if I'm needed for the story, then I'll show up for the story. If I'm not needed for the story, I'll show up for the story. I don't know. And that's not being like, I don't, I'm just not sure. And then there was, again, on top of Sicario, um, because Benicio had said he had pitched it to Emily about her coming back for the third one. Would, would you be interested in coming back for a third one? Like, I mean I had a great experience in that film I, it was really interesting um, would I come back for the third one again story's king I don't know mm. I don't know I don't want to like oh yeah get me in Shakari right, what does the story need do you know what I'm saying maybe that like is what does the characters need yeah. do you know what I'm saying it's like I need to lead with that um, so it's yourself and Emily's relationship and that was so interesting yeah it was so you again for a film of that type you have an idea of how you two characters will progress yeah. and it was not what I was expecting at all yeah, 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 so not to take away from Emily at all but it's, it's difficult to see her come back without you come back yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, almost yeah. feel like an integral part of her character yeah yeah it was interesting because it was like her social kind of her conscious in a, in a sense or kind of like kind of she had someone that had her back mm. you know what I'm saying but she was enticed by this world um, it would be it be it be really interesting to explore it, but whatever the story needs, the story needs. Uh, is there anyone out there that you who's on your list that you're like? M- I'm moving mountains. I'm moving the entire world to ma- to make sure that I work with them next. This is mad because I don't really think of it like that. It's it's it's, it's, it's weird. Like because like there's people that I'm like I love, but it's like. What's the st- like? I'm gonna sound like a broken record. But what's the story need? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, is the idea good? Is that kind of? I mean, it's like, yeah. even if it was another actor, that was someone that you you kind of feel would uh, you'd have good, uh, just even a good time working with. Yeah, my friends. Yeah, I think I like. I think working with a couple of friends would be a laugh. Like working with Winston Duke again would be a laugh. Working with, um, it's just having a good time. Do you know what I'm saying? Working with. Uh, Nick Holt would be a laugh, do you know what I'm saying? Joe Dempsey would be a laugh, Joe Anderson would be a laugh, all these people that are like, it's my, it's my peoples. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms of that, I don't know, there's directors that I'm a fan of, but I don't know if I live in their universe. Mm. So like Shane Meadows, is like someone I like, love his stuff, but I don't think I'm in his universe of sure. perspective, do you know what I mean? It's like, and that's okay, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, I could just be a fan here and just love and watching his stuff, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, but he's someone he's a director that really speaks to me um, like, like Dead Man's Shoes is one of my favourite films of all time do you know what I'm saying I like who else um, uh, A Prophet what was that A Prophet oh um, Jack Odiard Jack Odiard yes 
Yeah. I want to say. Did I get that wrong? No, you. I get that wrong. You'll correct me. I would. You'll yes, help I'm me just, out. I'll dub it out. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, he's an incredible. I think he's an incredible director. There's people I'm a fan of, but we'll see what happens. I'm saying I don't know. And one final question, and I'll let you go. Uh, is there one film out there that is guaranteed to make you cry? <laughs> guaranteed. I'm not a crier. Oh really? Yeah, that's you what the last so, time you I cry. So well. Yeah, I do cry. I can do it in acting, but in life, I just can't really do it. It's really difficult. Uh, the last girl, I, the last girl, the last uh, film I cried to. I mean, I nearly cried to Creed, which is intense. Okay, but I blame it to flying. I was on a plane. <laughs> I blame that. My made, eyes were dry. Yeah, made that, and then I think the only film I explicitly cried to is uh, My Girl. Michael Culkin that's okay I was a kid that's well I mean that's pretty traumatic to be watching as a child anyway yeah yeah no I cried bro I wanted them to fall in love I wanted them but they just did it to me the bees yeah the bees man (laughs) ah triggered (laughs) yeah Daniel thank you so much appreciate that thanks buddy cheers thank you so that was the very, very lovely Daniel talking about the past, present, and what looks like a very impressive future of his career. Uh, if you are interested at all, make sure you go back and check the rest of our b- b- bonus features. We have some fantastic ones back there with, oh, God, I can't even go into the list now, but some some very, very interesting folk. Uh, and make sure you hit subscribe and listen to the Big Review Ski, where we review every single new big screen release every single week. Thank you for listening, and we'll be talking to you again soon. Bye! You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe. Brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass.